Oh, God bless him. Someone has to, I guess. Most miserable son of bitch John Painter's ever met. Yeah, I love all that. I love all that. The most, the most impressive part of that, to me, um, just for context, um, by the way, Thinkery, what is it, season two, episode, episode three. three? Correct. I think it's this. And I'm, I'm, but there's an article on, I believe it was Vox, mm-hmm. uh, about former um, muckraker, asshat, uh, John Bader. <laughs> uh, well, current muckra- asshat. Former muckraking <laughs> asshat. Well, yeah, I guess formerly muckraking asshat, yeah. current just an asshat without muck to rake. Yeah. I mean, a muckraker is technically a journalist, right? So who who goes? Is it? Oh, okay. Then I I I should apologize to an occupation, I guess. Sorry, journalists. I won't. No, no, I won't. But I probably should. I'll apologize. Um, He was, I guess, at at a Stanford event or something recently, and um, speaking candidly, someone asked him what he thought of Ted Cruz. Thought he was Lucifer in the flesh. Hated him. Hated him for. uh, his part in the government shutdown of in twenty in the thirteens, I, I which love is funny. How descriptive that insult is too. Like he didn't just say like I don't really like him. He like came up with a metaphor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like he, he, it would have been better if he had said he was wearing Lucifer's flesh. Maybe <laughs> that would have been probably a little better. Yeah, and maybe like, more accurate. I can see the Ted Cruz being yeah. a flesh eating type. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so just sort of letting loose, I guess, about Cruz, who no one seems to like. Right. I, I honestly, like, at this point, even when you hear about his wife, it's like, uh, it feels like love is not the reason they're Doesn't together. Doesn't she look a little freaked out by him? Oh, God. Like, she's sort of like, uh, if I say no, he'll just click his fingers and I'll cease to exist. Right. Like, like yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. walking episode of The Twilight Zone, uh, you know. But his and kids just, seem to love him. Kids are stupid. They ball. are stupid. You're right. My kids like me. <laughs> I know, right? That was the example I was alluding to. Boy, are they going to learn. <laughs> yeah, they got to like you so they can be brutally disappointed uh, by you <laughs> in a few more years, yeah. if not already. Right. It's, you it's can already, already see the shades of it. It's already begun. Oh, can I tell you something, by the way? You may. Uh, just to interject with this, uh, I'm going to interrupt myself here. Interrupt yourself. Uh, we, we got uh, Galen a haircut, like his fourth haircut or something. You gave him one? No, no. We gave him the first one. Then we started going to a place. Okay. Because we like, you know, we were nervous about buzzing him, and then we ended up buzzing him because of it. Uh, My dad used to try to give me haircuts. He tried a couple of times when I was a little kid. It took like two hours. It was just like this miserable, lengthy experience. And just kick him in the we shin. That. Um, and uh, anyway, so we went there, and you say, like, just a little trim, right? Hairdressers are, you talk about stupid people. When it comes to numbers, uh-huh. they're so stupid. Like, cut off a half inch. Oh, three inches? Sure. So, like, the number I give is, like, this is about a third or a quarter of what I actually want to be cut off. Because if I say what I want, I'll have no hair. I see. Like, that's, that's a fairly consistent thing in my experience. Because mm-hmm. they'll cut off a bit, and they're like, well, I've got to trim it up and, or whatever. But you say, like, give it a trim. Uh, and he, you know, he had he and I both had not – I need to get my hair cut, and it's still – but he had, you know, several months. I, I get my hair cut very infrequently. Like three times a year, it's so obvious. I go over a whole range of hairdressers, hair hairstyles, in the terms of lengths or whatever. But anyway, sure. um, uh, so she did the back okay and was a little close cropped and everything. But then she just basically removed his bangs, and his, it, they were down to his eyes. And now he, you can see all of his forehead. He's got like a fucking crow's peak back practically. And it's like, what goddamn planet is that a trim on? Right. But. You know, and so he looks different. He looks very substantively different, and and I'm more annoyed by the, 
you know that. But what's weird to me is all of the pictures I've seen of your uh, of your your adorable kids, your mm-hmm. son Toby. They look a lot more like right now because <laughs> of the, mm-hmm. the, the the forehead. And I'm actually like, I've never met your son. There's probably even money I won't. Right? I mean, no, I mean, like, realistically, <laughs> yeah. like, you sure, know, like sure. the, the times we're going to have to run in, into each other. If we went to, like, a podcast convention together or something, right, presumably right. kids wouldn't be there. So, I mean, I'm just, you know, mm-hmm, we, don't, mm-hmm. we live in different countries, Paul. I just, I just might try to keep you away from him. That, <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole other concern. It's yeah. like, I don't want you to meet him, Brian. Yeah, I mean, I would like to keep some things from my children, so they still continue <laughs> to like me. Again, the shades. The they shades. Wanna, they, I want, you want your kids to view Ted Cruz as being wearing Lucifer's flesh, not someone else. That's yeah, like, yeah. That's like a Cruz specific thing. Exactly. But yeah, so so I just I actually said to Matt, he's like, oh, he looks like Toby. He just looks like Toby. And I look at him, and I was like, you look like Toby. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, you'll have to look at a picture of him yeah, you on my wall. Yeah, you at some point. Well, you, you, you don't have Facebook. You can I have Facebook. Yeah, you can see the pictures of my son. Did you post a picture of your son on uh, Facebook? I, I do with the frequently. with the haircut. Oh, uh, here, let me. Well, well, okay, we'll keep the banner talk. Um, I will do that while we're talking. I'll, I'll send one by Slack. Oh, that'll go great. I'll go You'll be distracted. <laughs> Shut up. Um, anyway, I'm looking, I'm looking at pictures. I'm on your yeah, Facebook page. Yeah. I see no pictures. Of I, the, no, I'll, of I'll, foreheads. I'll I'll do one with the forehead uh, here. I don't know how it's. This isn't a great. Just to show you the forehead length, but I'm just sending it on Slack. Um, anyway, yeah, so so Boehner called him Boehner. the devil in the flesh, uh, Lucifer in the flesh, miserable asshole. And it's interesting to see Boehner painted as the reasonable one. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's that's surprising. And I buy it in the case of Cruz, which is, I think, more, you know, as surprising. When all things are relative, yeah. Yeah, but but the part that I thought the most interesting of that is that he – said, you know, he would vote for Trump, but he would not vote for Cruz. Right. That's that's a that's a huge thing. That's like, that's like the biggest insult because these people have been on stage for what like five years, mm-hmm. and the 2016 elections been running for five years. It feels about like. Mm-hmm. something like that. As a conservative estimate, and they're all like, "You're so asshole. You're just a fight. like they might as well be literally fighting with like yeah. broken wine bottles or beer bottles or something. <laughs> that would be a weirdly high class beer brawl if it was wine bottles. Uh, yeah, I think they would have had fisticuffs in a bar if if the situation allowed for it somehow. Yeah, you know? and, and and but that's still at the end of the day. They're like, "Well, I'll vote for whoever." You know, for the party, um, for Boehner to say no, that's kind of kind yeah. Of crazy. For the former speaker of the yeah, house, to yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. F that. Well, another yeah. former speaker of the house, by the way, was just uh, sentenced to prison. So <laughs> for, for molesting little boys, molesting little boys. Yeah, um, yeah. As long as right not for as Boehner. long as he's not doing it in a transgender friendly bathroom. That's what's important. That's what's imp- okay. I'm looking at the picture of your kid. Uh, he looks he looks very handsome. He looks, he well, looks he fine. He doesn't look bad. I'm not, no, I'm not saying he looks bad. He looked different because he, he different. had he had the hair down almost to his eyes, right? right. Um, uh, you know, and I've come to appreciate that. Like for he and I, a little longer hair means a little more character. Um, but I, I it was just that's not what we just had a trim. Yes. So she cut off like two and a half inches of hair. <laughs> so I can kind of see why you'd say he looks like Toby. I can kind of not see so much that. in that picture. That was just the closest. That was like the sure, most sure. recent picture of, of him that I had on my phone. Adorable, by the way. He looks oh, adorable. You. Yeah, he's wearing little shark pajamas, the little Aww. hoodie with a shark head that he Aww. always he always takes off. He'll walk around maybe for five seconds. He'll take off, and that's right. in his big boy bed. He's in a toddler bed. Hey, last... that you constructed. Well, I assembled. Assembled. I've had a box. I didn't mean like you went to the forest and chopped down the wood. And well, I made our he- I made like a headboard for Maddie, so I certainly oh, could have. Nice. 
yeah, it's pretty. I made it such that it kind of fell apart during one move, but um, yeah. it was a nice, I, you know, it was a nice looking. I would board. not have attempted that. So yeah, kudos. Um, well, I'm good people, Paul. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you are. I know um, deep, deep, deep down. Maddie just sent me a message. Uh, asking uh, if I knew that Ted Cruz's first name was Raphael, which I did. But mm-hmm. uh, she said, what a tremendous surprise that he Americanized the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Boehner. Okay. Boehner. Boehner um, and which, Cruz. So, yeah, and, and that Vox article yes. is my new favorite three words ever. Yes. is referring to exciting Boehner's caucus. <laughs> it's funnier when you said it out loud than I, I know. read it. <laughs> And, and it's it was it is it's funnier even than I have to when I see his name I still have to say it's Boehner it's not Boner I do too so which I'm sure I am absolutely sure unless that writer is just some sort of like uh, savant or something and doesn't actually know the words they're using oh, I miss that has to be part of the joke must so well done although I don't know it's hard to say because it, it just, seems to it, me that people have been saying his name with a straight face. For decades now, and I've known who he was for, you know, I don't know, 15, 20 years now, I've known who he is, you know, and I've never been able to get over the name. I just, I just can't do it. I but can't, I, the I idea just, that he was the Speaker of the House and we had to say Speaker Boehner has been just unbearable. Yeah. Um, and if he was in a different social strata, I guess he would have been Master Boehner. <laughs> Why? I don't get it. <laughs> well, Paul. When one rich Plutarch marries another rich Plutarch, <laughs> and they love it very much, they have a privileged dickwad. And, and... Oh, that's beautiful. <sighs> so, okay, I I need to know what you think of this. Oh, what the 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 whole uh, Ted Cruz choosing a running mate first first choosing a running mate yeah. by itself is absurd. Well, well, I don't know. I mean, to be Carly. fair. Okay, to be fair, Maddie was making fun of that, too. We were making fun of that together. Mm-hmm. But she said, like, oh, isn't that, is that really stupid? Like, can Eva do that? It's like, well, he can say whatever the hell he wants. Um, it's not like a legitimate, you know, it's not like an approval thing. He just says well, it. yeah, and if he won the nomination by some miracle, you know, n- nobody would argue, well, you know. It's not miracle so much as along with him. it's, uh, I think, less miracle, less backroom political chicanery, mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Although I don't. And or chicanery. I, I, it would be miraculous. I, the miracle, I guess, is if. Uh, Cruz and Kasich. The power of Cruz and Kasich are able to combine together to thwart uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, the Voltron that is the <laughs> Cruz and Kasich campaign. It's like with with one arm and two toes. And that's <laughs> and like a torso. And they're like, we will get you. <laughs> Grossly malformed Voltron. Stand still. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Oh, it's just Voltron. Has Ted Cruz formed the ass of this Voltron or the face? I really... I genuinely can't tell. And I'll form the ass face. <laughs> Sphincter of. Um, We've said already so, so many different things that could possibly be the title of this episode already. I, well, I was imagine. I was going to say, before even recording it, I feel like it has to be exciting. Exciting Vayner's caucus. caucus, right. But now we've just said I'll form the yeah, ass face and all this other stuff. I don't know. I, I went with... Um, I didn't go with one of your suggestions this I last noticed. episode. I went with... Uh, I went with... The sort of riff because you how you started, which by the way, two people agreed on Twitter. One person yeah. said it was the most frustrating hour. I guess listening to me make my point, I think, right. is probably the I think it's probably what you Maddie saying. agrees with you too, which is fine because I, as an atheist, I'm uh, I, I'm accustomed to the consensus being wrong, right? So, uh, <laughs> it's cool, it's cool. Um, yeah. 
Anyway, uh, yeah, so Cruz has picked Carly Fiorina, and to be fair to that, I have heard things about both um, uh, Hillary and um, and Sanders saying, you know, they floating Elizabeth Warren as a name. So it's like, okay, this is the point in time where you're like, check out my awesome judgment. Sure, not that Ted fine. Cruz is doing that. And, you know, and I and I want to I want to speak to Maddie's point. Well, was it Maddie who raised that? Like, hey, is, is it that crazy of an idea? Um, I don't think it is cra- a crazy idea in in and of itself. I think I think that more of these candidates should be talking about, uh, if not precisely, at least uh, very narrow ideas of who they would appoint and choose for high level positions. Oh yeah, no, that's absolutely. You know? yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. should yeah. definitely be doing that. And if there's someone in the race, like, and it's you know still the summer or in the middle of the elections or whatever, or before voting even starts, and they're like, uh, if it's up to me, I'm picking this person to be my running mate because they're the best person. I think that's great. That tells us a lot about them. This is clearly not that case, right? No. This is clearly a hail mary desperation. Um, I, what I don't, yeah. So the thing I don't understand, like. There was, the, I think, the joke that Trump was saying he would go with Palin <coughs> right. months ago. Yeah. I don't, I'm not 100 sure if that was something he said. Like, oh yeah, she'd be a great running mate, and then people were kind of running with it, or if they entirely made it up. I'm not. Yeah, actually I'm sure. sure he tossed it out. He tosses a lot of things out. So he just says a lot of stuff. Uh, read my book and find out some of the things he didn't actually say, mm. which is, uh, you know, TrumpDubbook.com. TrumpDubbook.com. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a. 10 selling book. Yeah. The thing I don't understand with Carly Fiorina, if, if he said Kasich would be my running mate. Yeah. That would be like, okay. That like, makes sense. Yeah. That would make a sense. He's hanging in. He's showing, you know, he, he's an adult person. It's sort of like uh, uh, Obama picking um, Biden. Yeah. In the sense of like, look, here's an elder statesman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't agree with him on all these things, but hey, it's cool. Um. It'll, it'll show that he's 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 uh, uh, temperance, right? So he can yeah, say, yeah. Like, uh, you know, I'm the crazy guy, Ted Cruz. But look who I'm picking for my running mate. It's the stable guy. It's the governing guy. It's the wonk. You know, so it sh- it's a way of kind of you know smoothing over some of the rough edges that would totally make sense. But instead, by picking Carly Fiorina, it's as though he walked out. I don't know how he announces, but as if he walked out on a podium or on stage to announce that, like. Uh, took a shit on top of the podium and then announced he was going to run alongside Bugs Bunny. <laughs> you know? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Elmer Fudd. I, Elmer Fudd, maybe. Is that Bugs Bunny has been a very successful cartoon character for a No, I know. That's time. why I should have said Elmer Fudd. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bugs Bunny pretty much wins every episode, right? Wile E. Coyote's my running mate. There and, you go. And, and there you please go. allow me to wipe my ass because I've just shat on the podium. There you go. Um, okay, you've got it. Because... Yeah. He workshopped you, that joke. So, okay, she's got... Uh, four losses to her, and, four and, big and, and losses not, she's got. Yeah, I was going to say not insignificant losses. Firing big, big from from ruining HP, being fired after ruining HP. Then she uh, lost a Senate race. Yeah. Uh, she was benched as a McCain surrogate after blowing that. And uh, then her fourth loss was in this very presidential race. So she's going for number five, the Magic Five, so she can lose even being nominated as vice president. She won't even get as far as losing the election. She will lose being nominated. Yeah, and, and I saw someone saying that she gets to be the like she would be the token science acceptor because she, she accepts, accepts science. Uh, well, she accepts um, some stuff, but but specifically climate change because Ted Cruz is all like, "Go fuck yourself." Oh yeah, he's a hoax guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she is like, "No, no, obviously things are happening." But then a quote I read from her, or attributed to her, 
was I'm paraphrasing here, but it was something like um, one country can't do this alone. We need everyone, and we're not going to get everyone. And scientists are saying it would take like twenty or thirty years to concerted effort. Are you kidding me? That's never going to happen. So basically. I believe that the climate is changing, but who cares? We can't fix it. Let's yeah, not even you know try. What? I thought that was going to be more of the Republicans' line from the get-go in this campaign. I remember in the first debate, that's pretty much the line a lot of them were, were taking, except for Cruz, which was climate change may or may not be a real thing, but there's nothing we can do about it anymore, so give up. Yeah. That I thought that was going to be the line, and then things went off the rails, but – uh, so I'm not surprised to hear that she says that, but she, you know, she also went on that, you know, harangue about the Planned Parenthood videos yeah. that she imagined and everything. Um, I don't know what else she is on anti-science stuff, but I'm and, sure and then in the stuff. middle of one of those videos, as I understand it, the both uh, the Planned Parenthood person turned to the camera and said, "Carly Fiorina, I will murder you <laughs> and sell your parts <laughs> and and, uh, and create." fetal uh, parts out of your cells that I will turn into stem cells. I will make billions of dead babies out of your corpse. <laughs> clone? You, I will clone pieces. you for the purpose of, solely, solely to turn you into <laughs> into victim fetuses. Just to abort you. I will, I will impregnate you a million billion times into a whole bunch of bodies just to kill you repeatedly. You horrible, horrible cunt. That, that is, I believe, that's probably verbatim on a Fox interview somewhere. <laughs> imagining all these little carly fetuses <laughs> floating up to heaven but then the planned parenthood person got some scissors clips off those wings falls back down aborts him again aborts the ghosts uh, all right show's over <laughs> it's some high quality political commentary right here. it was the clipping of the wings you're not getting to heaven aborts bitch him again Um, oh man oh my god it's a good thing okay. no one listened to this show or I don't even know what to follow <laughs> I don't know how to finish a sentence but... well, that's how I'm going to advertise it on Twitter is that uh, you said something that made me laugh so hard I, I almost died um, <laughs> and then got aborted by Planned Parenthood uh, uh, a good thing Toby is standing behind you with scissors ready <laughs> ready to prevent your ghost from going to heaven <laughs> You gotta make me lunch tomorrow, Dad. That's the heaven preventing. That's really good. <laughs> nope. Um. Oh, okay. Whoo! Fan myself down here. Whoo! Oh, so, my stars. Paul, can I can I give you a bit of advice? Um, yeah. As my yeah. as my. Uh, I was gonna make a joke about my grandfather's death, but he actually died when I was pretty young. So I was trying to think of how that would work. Um, <laughs> As an old man should tell, remind a young man, words of wisdom, mm -hmm. don't have sex with a robot. Oh, wow, you did a segue. I did a really terrible segue. That was, that was, that was something. That was some... <laughs> I just, look, I just went through a whole bunch of really good, like, high-quality jokes there. Oh, that was quality, yeah. <laughs> sex with robots. Yes. Um, and, okay, And this was months robots. ago in the document I put in. It was a Gizmodo right. article... HP robots. Guy. Sorry, I was trying to tie it to the other thing. Yeah, like they, would, uh, they would. They would. Depending on, on, on under whose uh, reign they were built, I presume they would just sit there and not do anything. Yeah, but sad. Um, I mean, I don't mean to imply anything about Carla Fiorina's sex life. Just that no. her management would be incompetent, and the robots wouldn't fuck.
That's that's all we're that's saying. That's the joke I'm going for. That's all we're saying. Although I did say to Maddie today that I thought that um, she, something I think it was like cock came up in a joke regarding Carla Fiorina, Fiorina, and then I said, but I actually think she would be like, you get away if any cock presented itself to her. Not like as a lesbian thing, just that right. she would be so angry at everyone. And it would be like, do you well, yeah, point I would nothing at me. If, if cock were presented to me, I would be very, very angry. Point nothing at me. Uh, yeah. Well, me and Carly on the, are on the same tip there. Same tip, hey? Just the tip. Just the tip. Uh, so that's as far as we go. Yes. Um, although if she uh, were to become VP, she would, uh, more than tip, she would uh, give the whole country the shaft. So. Hey. Hey. Whoa. Whoa. All right, Shecky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I read the article, by the enjoy way. Enjoy the, the sexbot I, article. Yeah, okay. I read it a while ago. So there's some dude, a robot ethicist, which is a thing that exists, apparently. Word. Although you could just call yourself a robot ethicist, I guess, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, what kind of officiating bodies are you Well, be? it's it's like, say, I'm a futurist. I am I am a uh, Tonka truck ethicist. Because mm-hmm. there's it's not actually a brand Tonka, Tonka truck brand truck, but there's a truck in front of me. Mm-hmm. On the floor, this is why I said I'm a Tonka truck enth- uh, enthusiast, although, sure, but ethicist. Well, you um, certainly have some experience. Yeah. With, um, well, who doesn't have who experience doesn't? with plastic truck? Um, yeah, so there, uh, this. Sex bots. Uh, yeah, the uh, sex box. Uh, robot ethicists have launched a campaign. This is, when was this article? This article was uh, September of last year. Um, this is how long, this is how deep our back catalog of yeah, but this, but this, but this. like like our show, this content is evergreen because it brings up a timeless question. <laughs> a timeless question of is it okay to have sex with a robot? Right. <laughs> well, yeah. it's timeless until we all decide that yes, it is okay, and then we move yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they have a campaign against sex robots, seeking a ban on the development of robots. Sexy times. The sexy mm-hmm. times is from the article. Um, Kathleen Richardson. Of De Montfort, De Montfort uh, University, and Eric Billing from University of Skovd. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. There's an umlaut on Let's top of the yes. O. Skovd. Uh, are the co-creators of the campaign against sex robots or seeks to bring awareness to the issue, which, again, I didn't realize was an issue, and proposes a robot sex, uh, sex robot ban. Um, they compare it to similar campaigns that seek to limit development of killer robots, although the effect of killer robot, I mean, I guess eventually a killer robot would make someone lay still. Uh, the sex robot would yeah, make them yeah. lay still because they're just sleepy. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, that, I think that that's a good good connection there. The, it, the part that I don't like, it, it's a genuinely interesting topic. Yeah. Right? Um, and it was something Maddie and I talked about when the article came out. And then if, you know, in, in how that could uh, not necessarily transform, but, you know, if, if sex robots were plentiful, mm-hmm. for example, if, if there were a thing, like you could go out like an Oculus Rift or something, but it was just right. a sex robot. You know, presumably they would be able to do other things other than sex, because otherwise they're just sex toys, right? Like you can buy yeah, right you might now, not need you can the spend five grand to buy. Then. Yeah, you can um, you can spend five grand or six grand or whatever, depending on the currency uh, and the options uh, and the breast size. I think you get one of those real dolls, um, which mm-hmm. is a full silicon. Are you familiar with a real doll? Uh, the 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 quality uh, artistically, the craftsmanship is quite impressive. Uh, on things you can get men as well, so it's not just oh good good yeah, and you can buy just a bunch of the parts. Um, mm-hmm. But um, and I when I did one of my parody news sites, I I had um, a joke about a real dog gaining sentient and rebelling against a sleepy satisfied master. <laughs> uh, and then and then the end of the article is it went off like leaving the house or whatever, and then um, I actually emailed them ask if I could have like a demo unit to pose. 
Oh, you did you that. to do yeah. like a cross country thing, and they said no. You can buy one for five thousand dollars, and also don't use imagery from of our dolls on your parody site. Yeah, now Take it down. You. And then I just ignored that, and there was no follow up. Oh, good. So <laughs> my my uh, blog with a couple hundred people who read that article, because um, mm. I photoshopped myself lying on bed in a bed with a picture of like a sex doll standing. Oh, with good. A, good. With a knife with a knife in its hand. Um, but um so so it's an interesting thing and and like you can imagine you know a number of couples they could they could get uh one of the sex robots and then i kind of feel like the ideal one of those would be um hermaphroditic Hmm. because then you both could use it yeah you could both use it yeah so it's like okay you know oh is your problem like well you're you got a headache or you're not in the mood or whatever it's like okay no judgment of this thing or whatever um you know that could also go very wrong for a lot of people. I assume I realize, but like, there's a, you know, there's a lot of potential. We're we're presuming a couple who is clear of all that. I oh, oh sure, sure, sure. And, and you have to be, be yeah, you'd have to be you know um, whatever, and, and you'd hope that the robot wouldn't have a personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would just be like. Well, would you? Would you? Well, that's that is another thing. And if you're alone, like, and if you're if you're single and you don't feel like you're going to cease being single. Um, you know, you, you would you get one of those? And if it's like vaguely housekeeping, like can do other things. It's like a Roomba, as well. <laughs> it's a sex Roomba. As just you see this naked <laughs> silicon thing scooching around a, a, on the floor like a dog rubbing his ass all day. Sexy, just, sexy. Just, just to clean, just to clean the um, uh, just clean the floor. And then you're like, okay, I'm done. Uh, are you done cleaning the floor? Let's you know, etc. Yeah, um, yeah etc et so okay so so yeah i mean because a lot of it you know i think a lot of i have to assume i'm assuming that that there's a larger experience that is involved in purchasing let's say one of these dolls or something and so mm-hmm. if you were going to have the robot it only makes sense to me that uh, if it were possible that they would program as much personality in this as far as it would you know uh aid the actual purpose for which the uh the robot is being purchased. Um, that seems like a no brainer that of course they would do that because there would be a demand for that kind of thing. And so, um, yeah, but then some people might not want the personality. Sure. Well then you don't, you don't purchase that op- option or you turn it off or whatever. Yeah. And, and you and can imagine people like, okay, um, you know, uh, of either gender, like there's things my partner just doesn't feel like doing, doesn't care if it's, you know, happens in this context, but it's like, you know, uh, things could go anywhere or whatever, right, right. or um, you know, like a little porn star switch or something like that, like any kind of um, yeah, 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 different modes for different scenarios and stuff. So uh, the the objections are strange to me. Uh, that's um, that's yeah, they are strange. So I do you, conceptually, I have no problem with sex robots. Right. I it's great. I, there's no, I don't see unless you're dealing with something. Um, so sophisticated in terms of like the software that you would argue that is sentient. Right. Shy of shy of that. Shy, not, yeah, yeah. shy of uh, of subjugating an actual well, that's intelligent being. Yeah. yeah. Shy of that. It is. Hey, look at this. It is um, just. It's a vibrator. It's a dildo. It's a flashlight yeah. with legs, and maybe it moves around a little bit. Um, and and that's fine. There's no problem. Right. So this. Um, thing, so one of the objections here is that uh, it object further objectifies women and children, which I'm not sure what they're going for there. Well, that implies that's an interestingly sexist implication that there wouldn't be men. True. Um, sex. 
but let, let's even robots. grant it. Let's grant that that it's only women robots being made right now, or women and mm. children. You know, um, the children one is 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 one I think that's easier to be like, yeah, I, I'm not so sure we should be making the children robots. You know, um, I think. Oh, I know, oh, no, no, actually, you could, you could I, have that discussion. We we um, we should, and I actually would, uh, but but please continue. Okay, uh, yeah, but I know where you're going with that. But um, I think it was in the notes, actually. But the objectifies women thing, I think, you know, and again, maybe it does, and I, I'm, and I would, and I think we can grant that. But I, I don't think that is by any means limited to uh, something just because it happens to be a robot that looks like a, a woman. You know, there are plenty of other devices and things and media that objectify women for this exact same purpose. So if we have to, I think, just toss this into the same bucket, as it were. It's a very, very dirty bucket, by the way. Uh, into the same bucket as all those other things. I mean, I would think, because I don't see a real difference there. If you have an objection to that, then you have to object to the dolls and toys and even films and things like that. Um, I think some people do object to them. Well, some people mm -hmm. do object to the films, obviously. Right, but I'm um, saying you'd have to, you'd have to, like, they would, it would, it, pre it presumes then, I think that if you are going to object to these, that you're taking along this ent entire thing. So whether these folks, this campaign against whatever it is, sexy robots, whatever they are called. I tell you what it is. It's a campaign against orgasms. That's, that's what, it, what it really is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't know whether they object to pornography generally or or. Well, that would like presumably that lead to the uh, further objectification. Um, right. And you hear a lot of different opinions on that. And both, and both sides of the argument sound convincing when you listen yeah. to them. Um, yeah, so but, I don't mean to, to, to come down on a side one way or the other as far as whether or not that is true, whether or not, you know, it is a blanket true statement that those things objectify women. But it just seems to me that this is not unique to a robot situation. Like, it's just, the robot seems like a trivial addition to what already exists on Moss, you know? Yeah, I, I would I would actually, my, my gut would tell me that... Um, it would be it would be good to actually help produce objectification and so like presumably because they're like oh women and children are sex objects you can just build copies of mm -hmm. um that's I mean, what they're that's what they're going for right yeah but it's that like this, okay this i mean forces uh, the idea that that's what all they're for yeah so so would either of these two people the man, as a man or woman i believe yeah you know would they be against a, a, a dildo just a dildo because that's objectifying a male and most women have or not most but a lot of women have them mm -hmm. and it's a lot less you know it's not like a stigma against that it's just it's just a thing right like right you know it's having um um i guess for, for the the male sex toys because you know you have this like the fleshlight you know you wear the fleshlight I am not aware of the flashlight. It's a silicone. Do, do, do illuminate me. It is a silicone sleeve. Oh. Um, uh-huh. Go it, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's that's or, or basically. Don't. Okay. That's basically it. It's a yeah, silicone gotcha. sleeve that you, um, you know. Like, Does it light up? No, it's just, it's silicone. What do they call and, it that? Um, because it's the. Oh, I'm not, I'm not clicking on that. It's not. <laughs> are you are you like a you you have a legitimate I just, I just saw, you can I just literally saw the URL creep across my screen you can like, literally what? just go uh to tell your wife if you're to walk in that Brian just sent me this link and we're having a discussion about sex robots which okay, cool. saying it like that doesn't necessarily sound better <laughs> 
But I, so, I, should op- I should open it in opera and like in an incognito. It's mode called or the fleshlight because it has the shape of a flashlight, like it's oh. the, the case of a flashlight. And then and you can get a bunch of different things. And they have um, uh, uh, sort of uh, primarily uh, sort of vaginal replication, and then also so there's some anal and then mouth. Um, so you can you know. Yeah, okay. so that's like that's feel that's it does feel slightly different in some senses like you're taking a chunk out versus taking a dildo was taking the part that is already I guess protruding you know what I mean okay and then okay. some of the sex toys is like oh like oral things so you have like this woman's head you know whereas um, they are sell the uh, some of the dildos for women are the vibrators that are shaped like tongues and do like tongue like things or whatever so so there's a different I guess in that specific case there's a different um articulation i guess of the sex toys but um but i i don't yeah i don't see a huge problem with that and as far as the objectification it's like you know uh imagine like a frat house um buys a couple of them and then Mm -hmm. it's just it's just the house tech bots or whatever and then you know it's like would that would that be better would that then result in fewer roofies would that result in? That's what I'm wondering about. That's f- my fewer, thinking about this. Is now, it I mean, reduces that kind of thing. Like this seems like a good idea. Yeah, and, and who knows if it would or if it'd be like this right. isn't really. This is just feels like masturbation. But if it if it looks like one of the real dolls and moves and stuff, then it's like oh that's fine in a pinch. Uh, and even if it knocks off like a couple percentage points of the rate of that happening, right? That's still good. Yeah. Um, and then what if you know? And then you think of uh, up until the point these things are sentient. Say you you want to say okay, well I I I, I want to treat things rough, and that mm-hmm. could give you an outlet, like a, a kind of safe, like a you know like a safe needle right. uh, injection site, as it were, um, and, you know, and that kind of thing. It's like oh okay, I would like to beat the crap out of my sex doll as I'm having sex with my sex robot. Like I would like to do that. Okay, then then you're by the way, down I'm after. clipping out that little piece of audio, and if you ever run for public office, I'm just gonna <laughs> over and over just again. on a loop, yeah. just on a loop. Um, which makes me think of the, I think it was an onion joke a while ago. It was like, uh, Trump releases this like devastating anti Cruz ad. And it was just a still photo of Cruz over silent for 30 seconds. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but you know, and so if it's like, if that's a thing that's like, okay, that, you know, like in the sense that people say, well, video games calm you down. Cause you get your anger out playing them. Right. And whether that's true or not, you also hear people, um, on both sides of that being sounding kind of convincing, but, yeah, that's yeah. interesting because I sometimes kind of lean toward the side that's like, I think those video games might be uh, spurring more of the behavior. I, I That's my suspicion on that end, you know? So yeah. uh, so here I am on the other side of this. And so so maybe I'm wrong, you know? Maybe, I don't maybe... Know. Yeah, I, I mean, ultimately, the numbers would sort of prove that right or wrong, like the position. Yeah, and, so we, and that's what we, we don't have that, right? I mean, we don't have no. that for, for this kind of thing. So we're just talking at our butts, which isn't really... Well, no, but, but I'm unusual. saying like they don't have that either. No, and they so, don't, and, and but they their are, reasoning seems com, uh, confused to me. Yeah, like, and I would think that you know what I, I can understand maybe having an objection to this uh, from the outset, but uh, I can understand having a gut level reaction to this that is negative, right? And uh, you think I don't think this is going to be a good idea, but it's clearly not some horrific thing that if it gets introduced that civilization will collapse or something like that. I would think that something like this would be an experiment that probably ought to be run, right? So we can see whether or not it has any beneficial effects or if it's completely neutral or makes things worse. I mean, I think it's it's worth finding out. Yeah, I mean, um, they actually, there's a paragraph in this article, the Gizmodo 
piece that says the campaign rejects the argument that development of sexual robots could actually improve the plight of sex workers around the globe or that there are plenty of lonely people of any gender interested in a robot companion for a variety of reasons. Um, so it sounds like they're probably just being kind of a little wackaloon. Um, yeah, it's, oh, it also, and the next line here is uh, they're also against Amnesty International's call to decriminalize human sex work. Yeah. So that actually tells you um, there too. Yeah, but that's the thing too is if it's like, you know, you think of like in Vegas, they have all of the, um, you know, if uh, you've been in Vegas, right? Um, I was there for like a day when I was 20. Okay, because they, they've got like what you think are newspaper stands, like the little kiosks up and down the street. But they're all just magazines for full, like full, full, like the all of it is is just like escorts and little playing cards with escorts on them. And oh, there are these people on the, every, almost every street corner, they're flicking them together like, 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 like they got like, you know, like they're like uh, baseball cards and spoke of a uh, bicycle. And they wow. just, and they're just handing them out to you as you're walking down the street. And um, and so there's this huge trade in these escorts, and they're they seem to be treated not amazingly well, you know. And it's it's also I mean it's obviously illegal. So if you're if you're participating, if you're buying the services of this person who is, it's one of those things where they say it's just an escort, but it, the unwritten rule is you have to you know sex is involved, even though they say sex is not involved, right. like that kind of thing. I thought in Vegas it was it was all clear there. Well, well no, no, Nevada. The nuances uh, of the law there. Outside of the city limits, there's the uh, shoot something cat brothel, whatever the really famous brothel, but it's outside of city limits. It's not uh, prostitution oh. is legal inside city limits, something like that. Um, well, you really read up on this. Well, I'm allowed to w- be aware of some things, Paul. Um, <laughs> and I was handed only about 500 of the playing cards. Um, but yeah, like I, I actually I brought home like a couple of the magazines and like just dozens of these things to show Maddie because I was describing them, mm-hmm. um, and it was just like, oh wow, you weren't making this up. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it sounds ridiculous. It it does, actually, no, it is. It's such a but... brazen thing. It's it's weird. But if you imagine in that kind of a scenario where it's like instead of it being this sort of borderline illegal thing, you're like, here's this, um, you know, you just call. It's even just a company, not necessarily the hotel or whatever. And then this, like, you know, they should send over a sex robot or something. Um, then the woman isn't being abused or whatever. Yeah, I feel a lot I, better about that. But then, of course, um, you know, you're like, I guess, a secondary concerns with the income and everything. But, you know. Sure, sure. But also, even in touch you said about, like, the, the, the sex robots meant to look like kids. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with that. I, I, uh, intellectually, I feel like I shouldn't have a problem with that, but I'm. But uh, oh, there's absolutely else in me tells me. Not to have a problem well, there's absolutely with that, the, you know? there, there's absolutely a kind of knee-jerk thing, and that's I yeah. think what they're what these people are going off of because they're like mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. they're confusing the fact that it's a human or that it's a sexual but that looks like a human with the fact that it's you know like the idea that it's a human, and you're like it's a kid. No, can't be a kid. Um, but you think of okay, say you're a pedophile, and you don't you're not I will hurting. Not say a, that, but go ahead. I, but if, if you if you imagine a, a pedophile, which the broad consensus now seems to be scientifically that it's not their fault. I mean, they, whether you should act on it is their fault, but the desires they have are not their fault. Like it's just it's a brain construction thing, probably. You know, here's this sex robot that could let them safely, without harming, without risk of harming any anyone else, let them have. Um, you know, uh, ha- have something they wouldn't otherwise have. An outlet, yes. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. I mean, literally a receptacle. Um, <laughs> then that seems like that could be good. And, and it, could, it could cure the entire Catholic Church. <laughs> nice. Um, solve <laughs> a great problem. It's like, 
Who's who's on his knees in front of you under your frock there, Father? So he goes, okay, it's a sex robot. It's, it's like, cool, yeah. And then yeah, he walks away. He walks away. It's not a sex robot. Um, <laughs> just my son. Not a sin. My, robot. My son. Robot. My son. Go beep boop beep. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> sorry. Um, I didn't know they made them to go beep boop beep. That's fascinating. Yeah, it's very retro. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it's a future, a future retro, retro futurism or something. Yeah. Um, now the only, I mean, the only concern there is like you talk about, uh, uh, you know, like say um, people who have inclinations to commit violence, they generally mm-hmm. over time increase, right? So, mm-hmm. so the other, I mean, I guess the concern of that, which would be a very yeah. legitimate concern, would be in the case of those, um, like a, a pedophile who, who's, who, you know, again, pedophile does not mean someone who abuses children, obviously. Um, right. Those are the ones you tend to hear about. But that's not what it means. Um, or someone who wants to be violent um, in ways their partner's not cool with. Right. Um, would would the uh, sexual bot allow them to kind of uh, get sleepy and be fine and satisfy those right. urges? Right. Or would it be right. like, this is okay. Man, it would be so much better if this is real. Um, right. That would be that would be. I think that would be the the. I assume would be the main concern. Yeah. And it still sounds to me like that's an experiment worth finding out. I mean, because because if there's a chance to reduce that kind of crime, of that kind of assault, boy, would that be great to reduce. Like, that would be a huge boon. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I'm just thinking now of, you know, the uh, shrimp on a treadmill uh, scientific research that was done. Uh, it was. It's one of the things the Republicans have been making fun of for, for years. It was like twenty thousand dollars something to build this little tiny treadmill for shrimp. It was an aer- a fluid aerodynamics test or something like that. But it was okay. shrimp because shrimp run, right? Um, okay. Apparently, and so it was a treadmill to see to track them running. Like you know, like a, you'd have like a wind for tunnel. Exercise. They do for exercise. They right? do that too. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, they socialize. Yeah. Um, but so the Republicans not understanding it and also saying saying that like you know the government gave blah blah millions of dollars for freaking you know things a treadmill blah blah blah. Yeah. And and misrepresenting it or not understanding it, um, and it's like they can with that for a couple of years. I just can't imagine the kind of political blowback if they were oh, like God. the NIS is. Uh, they just gave a million dollars to let pedophiles fuck children robots to see if they're right. going to be less likely to have sex with real human children. Well, clearly this is going to have to happen in Western Europe. Some Elon, you know. <laughs> I was just saying private revenue sources. Elon Musk. Yeah, you're the, yeah. You're the, I think you're the you're a futurist. Um, You'd probably... I just said that I was. So um... no, no, Elon Musk. Oh, is oh he is. Yeah. Oh, well, so Elon... I, I also am now, as of now. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. You... <laughs> we we could be uh, futurist consultants. We just say that. <laughs> That's and, really good. And then, and then we're just yeah, the future's coming. Give me my check. There um, you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's really it's a genuinely very interesting topic. Uh, the sort of sex robot thing. Um, but the idea that these people have seems unfounded, that it's just already we know it's this horrible threat. Yeah, and yeah, that last bullet point they have there, um, it'll uh, reduce human empathy. It will cause people to find their fellow humans, uh, uh, they will have less feeling for them because they will now start to equate them with the machines. Um, I don't really buy that but i guess it depends then on how how uncanny the valley is right so how how realistic these things are and Uh, and, and, you know that's an interesting question and if it was super super realistic if it was like you know movie level you know like uh, because in movie in movie yeah yeah, exactly exactly it's a replicant thing 
then then I feel like that would be not so much reducing empathy for humans in a way that is like dehumanizing or whatever, but that's just like when someone gets in a relationship, they kind of drift away from a lot of their friends initially because mm-hmm. it would just be a human. It would just be like we would see it, you know, if you, if you said, oh, this person is a robot, like a sex robot, like an android, but it's not real. It's like, oh, but I can talk to it and we can do stuff. Yeah. It's a person as far as my brain is concerned. Yeah. Like we still look at television and we think, oh, this thing is real. Like this thing is happening even if we're told it's not. So like the That's idea – true, but we're not acting on television though. We don't behave at the television. We're just passively consuming the, the events, you know. Yeah, but um, still – I mean we're, we're playing video games or whatever. We still we, – we, we're dumb that way, right? We over – Yes. We, we connect deeply to things. Um, Galen's watching Paw Patrol. Um, it's a kid's show with about mm-hmm. puppies, animated puppies that save the day. They're mm-hmm. like – He's his brand that he's really liking right now. So he's got this his bed, his a Paw Patrol bed. But they like we were watching one with him, uh, and they're like you know the, the episode of like two or three stories that kind of that kind of. Thing. And there's one they saved this boat; it had run aground. The ship called the Flounder had uh, run into some rocks, and so they pulled it off. And then when they pulled the thing off, um, and in the water, and he was like, "Great!" And, and Galen, I, I can't remember if he put his arms up. If, in my head, he did, but he probably didn't. He's like, "Yes," you know, and yeah. he. He's in, and we don't lose that level of connection in a lot of cases, right? right? Like, so it's like it's real. It happened. I saw it. Um, so I, I think that even if it's just a, if it's a robot, and it's clearly a robot, you're still just going to interpret it as being a human being. Like it's just going to be a person that mm-hmm. happens to be a robot. So I don't, I don't, I don't buy the dehumanizing, like the the, the loss of connection with humans. I, I don't, I don't buy that. Maybe, maybe. Um, I, that's, that's the only point that, that kind of makes me go, Hmm, that could happen. I could see that happening. Um, be, you know, and I, and you know, the video game thing is, yeah, that's, that's sort of, sort of related to that because I, I do worry be, because particularly with something like a violent video game, you're no longer just someone watching, say a violent movie and watching it happen and, or cheering it on, even though you may have a connection to it, you're not participating in it, even though you might be invested in it. Um, in a game, you're you're the one participating. It you're the one who's doing the killing, yeah. and you're rewarded for it. You know, um, and so there there you know people have arguments about this all the time, and and about whether or not it actually does create more violent behavior, tendencies, or thoughts, or whatever. Uh, but you know, I think at the very least, I could say that there is there is uh, some questions about that, and so and if that's not, and and while those things can be pretty realistic, especially today. Uh, it's still not the same as holding the gun yourself and being no, no. in an environment and shooting someone's head off. So the robot analogy would be: you are now in the situation. You have a partner there. <laughs> you are. To, you are in the situation. Well, um, you, you're also in the situation as yeah. well as being in the situation. Yeah. <laughs> and you have a partner there who is not human, but as far as everything you're doing is concerned, as far as your brain is concerned, it is interpreting the entire experience as though that person is human. I think that do, that does raise a question about what what's going to happen. I, I mean, we're obviously not even close to being there yet but i um, wonder, you know yeah most of the sex robots that exist these days are little mechanical things that are basically pistons with uh, floppy dildos on the end um it's a thing because it's just all you need is a piston to drive the thing and um and they you know i mean these generally they're they're uh, for women right because uh, the mechanics of that are i guess a little more straightforward in terms of um Although there are actually like in, in Japan, there are a couple different like um, handheld kind of giant things that, like basically um, mechanized flashlights that are much bigger. Okay. Uh, not that many of them. 
Because there's more of a stigma with like dudes having those kind of things and with women having those kind of things. Oh my, and you just sent me a link to a BuzzFeed article. It's a BuzzFeed article. Uh, 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 23 for family disturbing photos of homemade sex machines in America. Oh this, my God. These are what the sex robots are today, Paul. This is, the, this is the sex robot of today. How is this not the most popular post on BuzzFeed? <laughs> I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. But oh, I love is... the, the second picture is great because they're just like kind of. Holy. Or third moly. picture because they're just kind of sitting there bored and like, yeah. yeah. There's a cock at a table, a cock at a chair. <laughs> fine. And there's another one. That was the same couple. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I wish the uh, listeners could see this. Well, you know, uh, you, you, I will put it will in. Know I will put in the. Yeah. Um, the they know one, where BuzzFeed is. There's one outside that, that's just. Um, wow. Next to a lawnmower, no less. Yeah. So these ones are just. Ah! That one freaked me out. The one on top of the washing machine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but that's basically is you get a piston kind of set up, yeah. and it's just drill, baby, drill. <laughs> oh man, we need to get uh, uh, Steele, Michael Steele. We gotta have Michael Steele. Oh, okay. On the show <laughs> to talk about sex machines uh, and uh, and to just, say drill, baby, drill. Just because of his name, or no? Because he uh, he started it. He oh, okay. Drill, baby, drill. Oh, okay. I didn't actually know that. A long time ago. Yeah. I love. There's number. I don't even know when. There's not numbers, but there's one where a woman is behind a, a window and a door, mm-hmm. and there's a, a machine there, and it's kind of basically at belly button level, and it looks like um, it looks like it's a surprise attack. Like she'll open the door, and the sex machine will just like take her. <laughs> it's, oh like it's a like it's a like it's a sexy saw kind of you know. <laughs> Wow, that one's like a David Cronenberg thing. Yeah, there's like a Dr. Octopus chair or something. Yeah. I'm not sure what's supposed to happen there. I don't know why there's a dog in that one. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that that's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, we... Uh, <laughs> I, I think we've, we've really learned something today. Yeah. Um, Allie- I can't remember what it is, but at the time, we learned it. We learned it. So we started uh, talking about Carly Fiorina and then brought it back around to talking about mindless sex drones. Um, well, well, to be fair, we started talking <laughs> about uh, Boehner's uh, uh, Excited Caucus. <laughs> That's, oh shit, I need to make a sex machine and call it that. <laughs> Hurry, <laughs> before we uh, post the episode. It's like, this, this isn't doing it for me. Oh, you have it set to amused. You have, it, you have to change the setting to excited. <laughs> Whereas the tech, Ted Cruz sex robot would, or sex toy would be something where it would just exsanguinate you so you could not possibly have an erection for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's, it's, it's time. It's time. It's time for us to turn on the Ted Cruz machine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I need to end this. I need to end all of this. Oh, can I tell you something really quickly? Yeah. Uh, so we did I, on the barbecue last week or the week before, uh, smoked some uh, crickets. can't remember if I told you that. Did I tell you that? Uh, I don't remember. You may have. As a test of, you know, ways to prepare the thing. Yeah. Um, and it was not bad, actually. Just with a bit Is of rub. Is the picture you sent me with the, in the pan? In foil? No, no, the pan was different. That's the second part. The, okay. it, it was foil, and so we made it a couple different ways. Just, just one yeah, with yeah, yeah. my smoker. Um, and with the rub that I put on, um, the pork loin, uh, it was actually tasted nice. You can't really taste the cricket that much in that case because it's you know, kind of diluted. Is there a distinctive um, cricket flavor, or is it something? There else? actually is. It's um, it's very earthy. 
Uh, and then today, so we we bought a bunch of crickets. Um, you mean by it tastes like dirt is what you're saying? It it kind of smells a little like that, like a farm yeah. kind of dirt, like a good like that. You know, when you have a nice smell of like a uh, like an orchard kind of sure, dirt, not sure. like not like you're in you know a dump. Or Do something. you marinate it first? You well, like, you in, like in soak the, it in the smoker. <laughs> No, I just put it on. I covered some in barbecue sauce. I was gonna try to like just okay. glaze them, but then I used the I used the you know the silicone little glazing brush. But the problem is, it's so light the crickets are sticking to the the oh. brush. So I was I, thinking I, like, oh, they they come apart when you brush them or no, something. No, right? no, no. Well, cause see, I the ones we had before were dry roasted, right? And they are not anywhere near as good as freshly cooked. Like I actually had a really interesting moment. Maddie and I need to start actually recording this kind of conversation regarding. You know, in the context of gastro, yes, you do. Um, but um, when I went to buy them, because the ones you the, they're desiccated when you get the dry roasted, right? Because they're dry roasted, they're like uh-huh. jerky essentially. Right? So seeing them full, right? It was like that looked <laughs> more appetizing. Like I didn't want to bite, take one, and eat it live or anything. But it's so right. like I had that kind of my response wasn't like, oh, I'm this is horrible. I'm killing all these poor little things. Um, and and so, but cooking them that way, they were they were a little more squishy. But that was actually much better um, huh. because it made it feel more like meat and not just like this kind of shell, like you're eating the shell or something. Yeah, Like because yeah. they kind of – like the dry roasted ones, which are fine. You put them in stuff, it's fine. Like it's, But I mean as a thing to eat on its own, um, it's kind of like you're picking like dead insects out of the windowsill because they get <laughs> kind of de- – you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but so so we had – some of them we did that smoked and they were in the freezer for a little bit and I thought them and I, I just pan fried them tonight. Because uh, we're gonna make trying to make soup out of them, which is to say we're gonna try to make broth out of them, which okay. is something I know some other people have done. So I know it's a thing you can do to make like like cricket broth, which I could then make gravy, or I could make like ketchup kind of versions. Of, there's a whole bunch of things you could do once you have the base, wow. and and extract it and boil it down and so. stuff. Um, but it had a really interesting smell just to cook it. I just pan fried it with some butter. This giant pile of crickets, which was the picture I sent you. And, uh, and and it was interesting. I didn't try one. I kind of really wasn't in the mood. Um, uh, but Maddie liked it. She said there was actually a vaguely citrusy taste to them, which there's absolutely not um, in the powder. But it's really interesting that they do have like a smell that – it's different. It's not like when you're cooking something that's meat, you yeah. expect a certain range of, temp- uh, of temperatures. Well, that I guess. But also like scents because yeah. you're used to – the animals used to. So this is like a different thing. Like it's just different and it's it's interesting. I'm not yet at the point where I'm like, oh my god, that's great. Maddie actually actively likes that now. That that oh, scent. good for her. Yeah, and and, and when I made uh, I made some gnocchi with it, to, which I guess I always feel like I'm being pretentious when I don't call it gnocchi, but um, you know, the little pasta like that sort of. Yeah, I've never heard it called gnocchi. That's the first. Oh, time okay. I yeah. but yeah, gnocchi or gnocchi, whatever. Um, and I made that now a few times, and I made it with crickets, and it <clears throat> it's a really interesting. It's a it's an interesting thing because in pasta if you put a bunch of the dried or the um flour uh cricket flour cricket Mm -hmm. powder whatever it actually does have a a strong taste and if you do like garlic and butter on the pasta it almost tastes a little like you're having lobster Hmm. it's kind of it's kind of an interesting it's an interesting kind of range but um but if you have like i i did it with um i think i described this to you before but i did with like the potatoes when they were still steaming and right, mixed right. in and mixed in the crickets, and because the moisture carries the scent more strongly, it was super overwhelming. But it was really interesting. Like it was almost you know like something too spicy that's still really good, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, so it has a specific flavor um, that's it's actually totally not bad. So we're still sort of figuring out what we like about that. Um, but then we got hornworms in the freezer that we I murdered. 
and um, I mean, I murdered them by putting them in the freezer. Yeah. Um, and, and some wax worms, which supposedly taste a little like pine nuts. Okay. And the hornworms supposedly taste like shrimp. Okay. So, so we're gonna pan fry some of those, um, <clears throat> and and that'll be that'll be cool. The hornworms are aggressive. So the guy put them in. The, he puts them in a bag, right? He put them in a bag with like little pieces. And of they the fought back. No, they were trying to. They were trying to bite through the plastic immediately. They have like oh. you know because they, they're big caterpillars. So they want to live. Yeah, they're like two or three inch cat long caterpillars, basically, right? These giant green things, and um and yeah, and yeah so like uh, uh, he wraps the bag up and he ties it so that you know you get the um you know the uh, what what a you get like the sealed container or whatever right mm. and um and it's uh it's kind of impressive cuz they you could just see the pincers going oh and then God. you could see this like dozens of little puncture marks on the bag and it just started to deflate oh my god <laughs> uh and so he he, du- he double bagged it and they didn't make it out of that bag it was um but it was it was pretty cool actually wow um, you eat the pincers to eat all that stuff uh, i don't know actually i what i'm Im- bulls <laughs> What I'm imagining is going to happen is we will um, probably uh, just um, probably just um, cut their heads off. Yeah, and that'll make it less like we're eating um, a thing, an and, alien. And, yeah, well, more, I think it'll be easier because they're big enough that it'll be this tube of something, right? Like it'll be mm-hmm. this chunk of of something, and and that'll be. That'll be nice, um, and then we'll we could probably you know fry them up and put them in temp- put tempura in them and stuff like that. So there's you know a bunch of range we're gonna try. Um, so, but yeah, the crickets were interesting. They smelled kind of neat um, and and different in compared yeah. to like the other stuff. And the dehydrated just kind of doesn't really or the dry roasted doesn't really smell like much of anything. I just I pasted a link. Um, yeah, I see them there yeah. to the pictures. To the, oh, they're pretty. Yeah, yeah, no, they're very pretty. Maddie saw the bag. She's like, oh my god, they're so beautiful. We can't kill them. It's like. Yes, we can. Okay, sir. Okay. I think we're good. This was fun. <laughs> you go have sex with a robot. Now. <laughs> yeah, I will. And uh, you build a. a oh, and now, oh, it's one thing that we didn't talk about there, very, very briefly. Okay. Because um, well, there's a Futurama episode about that, right? Where they have the sex robots, and then they can make them look like whoever. All right. And then the end of that episode is like, because he has uh, Fry goes with Lucy Liu. But then the reveal later on in the episode is that the real Lucy Liu is being held captive and her likeness is basically being stolen every time someone downloads a Lucy Liu bot. Ah. So there is, I mean, that obviously is not because she's a head in a jar or whatever. But, but I mean, there's that. It's like, well, if I want to have a sex, you know, like if I want, if a person wants like a Sarah Palin sex bot um, or a whoever sex bot, right. it doesn't really matter Ted who. Ted Cruz sex bot. <laughs> oh, God. Like that woman who looks like Ted Cruz and her, exactly. she was offered $10,000 to do porn. Bless her. Um, my understanding, she did not know who Ted Cruz was, and she thought that he was already president running for election. Oh. Because, you know, uh, and so it's a very sad thing. She's going to need some of... friends, I think, to help her through that. John Boehner. Yeah. <laughs> At least someone with that face won't be a reprehensible asshole. Come here, I'll help you out. <laughs> I wasn't making fun of the young woman. I was making fun of the. I was making fun of Ted Cruz, not that young woman. No. Yes, we got that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, this was. I know we gave. I guess we gave the intro, didn't we? Yeah. It was. This, we did. Whatever episode three. Is it right. still was thinkery. <laughs> it was thinkery, and we thunkeried about some fucking thing. We thunkeried all over you. I'm sorry, I said that.
I know we were talking about sex robots for like a half an hour, but some fucking decorum, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guy. Keep it, keep it, keep our discussion to sex robots classy. 